Welcome to the biggest solution in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Sean, we barely caught you on this one. I thought you were going to be farming ass again. (laughs) But you're here. Thank God. I stayed in the country. Digging that asshole. Uh. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Right out of of the gate. (laughs) That is what he'd be doing if he was farming ass. What else would you be doing? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, there's no more, bo- there's no body part more apt for mining than an asshole, um, <laughs> except for maybe nose holes. Anyway, either way, you're digging it. Um, okay, let's just uh, let's just get this out of the way, Dick. What the biggest solutions in the universe from oh, last time? Yeah, can we just talk about this? All right, encrypting everything. Way to go for for phrasing it correctly after uh, getting beat over the head. Hey, can I put some uh, background music while you're reading off the solutions from last time? Great. Go ahead. What's the uh, what's the background? <laughs> What is it? You motherfucker. <laughs> this is, okay, this is not, you You better, I'm going to delete this. What? Why? Sean, delete this Why? track. Why? Start over. Why this not? This is bullshit. What's bullshit about because it? Because it's, first of all, it's illegal. This isn't fair use. Dick is mixing this one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck both of you. This is collusion. Oh, this. <laughs> okay, this is a parody. Fine. Fuck you. And then lesbians. Lesbians got trounced. You guys are idiots. You think encrypting everything's a slur? I can't even think. Oh, God. No. what? Get pissed off. This fucking song. I'm surprised lesbians didn't win, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard for lesbians to win over your bullshit. Your little gimmicks. And then abortion? You guys didn't think abortion was a solution? Fuck you! You know, I bet they didn't use protection in the fucking Titanic. Abortion would have saved their ass if they didn't sink and die. They, that's true, they didn't have enough protection on the Titanic. Because they weren't enough lifeboats. Right? That was a big deal. Yeah. And so everybody died. Good. Good. I'm glad everyone died on the Titanic. You know what? I wish the Titanic were resurrected today so it could crash again. That made me fucking happy. Sounds like celebrate. you need time traveling. Yeah. <laughs> Dead last. In fact, Dick, time travel got negative 170 votes as of this recording, well, which means it's a problem. No, I I thought about that because I, I brought it in thinking it'd be a great solution. And then during the episode, uh, you, you know, you you proved that wrong pretty quickly. And then reading people's <laughs> comments. One word. <laughs> yeah, reading people's comments, I realized I brought it in as a solution because I would just use it to do bad things. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a, a great solution for me, but. Solutions to you, Dick, are just ways in which you can fuck other people over. That's what I've that's what I've learned to realize. Also, last bonus episode, Dick, I don't know if you remember, uh, but I'm sure our fans do. We played Biggest Problem Bingo. Oh yeah, that was fun. Which a, a fan sent in, but the problem was that it wasn't randomized. And uh, here, in fact, I got a comment from Taylor <laughs> Leland. He says, "Since you idiots only posted one bingo card, there's no variation, and everyone playing bingo is going to win the same time. Way to go, morons!" <laughs> Yeah. All right, Taylor, dickhead. Uh, I I get it. Obviously, this wasn't a mass consumption product. However. How do you play bingo by yourself anyway? I don't know. Like, even if it's. I guess you'd have to post your results on the comments board. And then Ryan Sutherland replied to him. He says, way to point out something they immediately say in the video when it's brought up, Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah, dickhead. Then one of our other fans came to our rescue. This guy named Nathaniel Cagle. He sent me a random. He wrote a randomized version of the bingo scorecard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we're gonna link to it on this episode. And if you guys want to play along at home, you can finally play a randomized bingo card. So that's uh, yeah, that's really cool. And it'll be specific to this episode too. We can update the uh, yeah the, the, the cards. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So all the all the excitement of bingo 
with the uh, the the fun of solitaire, right? You can play bingo by yourself. Whoa, We've Dick. cracked it. Whoa. It's a huge solution. Whoa, whoa, let's not oversell it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we already got in trouble for overselling things, didn't we? Oh. This month. <laughs> uh, these fucking idiots, these knuckleheads. I got a comment for you from Christian Finch. I thought this was pretty interesting. Maddox. You're a pretty funny dude, but even you nice. have to admit that you're a chode. Lol. <laughs> I mean, well, he's he, got you there. He makes a compelling right? argument in that it's just calling me a name. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got one from... Oh, oh, God. This one made me laugh a lot. Andrew John Nguyen Opaluski. Okay, buddy. Get, Enough wh- with the names. Yeah, just- one name, dude. Uh, he said... You remember we talked about having a, a time machine, and you talk, you specifically brought up people going back in time and killing Hitler as a baby. Like, would yeah. you be able to kill Hitler as a baby? Yeah. That's what you're saying. And right. you're saying that most people would not be able to do that just because right. it's still murdering a baby, yeah. right? So he says, if people have reservations about killing Hitler, then why not just kidnap him when he's a youth, bring him to the future and leave him somewhere fun for kids and less anti-Semitic like Disney World? Why that made me laugh because like this whole debate we got into about killing Hitler as a baby. We have a time machine, right? Yeah. So we're faced with killing Hitler as a baby. We want to kill the baby so bad. It never <laughs> occurred to either of us that we could just, you know, kidnap him or like give him to other people to raise so he wouldn't be Hitler. Well, okay, if we're just like <laughs> transporting people back into the future, we could bring people with us. How many people can we bring on this time machine? Can we bring families? Can we bring entire nations? Like how many Where's the limit? Can we just keep going back and forth and bringing people to the future we could literally just walk baby hitler to another village and say here you go here's a baby there's an orphanage take him like they don't have dna back then they don't know there is no guarantee hitler wouldn't be hitler in another village or a theme park guys i guess it's the happiest place on earth and it won't be for long if hitler's there baby hitler you're baby saying. Hitler, yeah, baby Hitler's got to grow up something. Like, look, the first thing that's going to happen if if you let him loose at Disneyland, Child Protective Service is going to come. Yeah, and put him in an orphanage somewhere. He's going to grow resentful. Yeah, he has a one happy day at Disneyland. Then he's an abandoned. He's a child without parents. You think Hitler needed any more negative influences in his youth? He's still going to grow up hating the Jews and thinking they're the they're, they're problem. Got to kill the baby then, I guess. Solid, solid kill- argument. You know what though? You could bring him back to the future. Take him to Disneyland and drown him in the It's a Small World ride. Oh, okay. Right? That river is pretty – that river is deep enough to drown a baby. I've test, I've seen it. Um, I have another comment. This one's from Caleb Durwad. He says, if free the nipple <laughs> – Yeah. That's almost as good as fuck rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Durwad. Okay. He says, if free the nipple results in an inordinate amount of boners – just mention time travel and the hordes of nerds that collect to argue paradoxes and alternate universes should settle things down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We throw time travel out there and everybody's all of a sudden like debating the finer yeah. points of time travel and what like what it would be in this universe. And, oh, it's also got to be a distance machine and, yeah. and a multiverse theory. Blah, like a, a lot of uh, armchair physicists in the comments on that one. Yeah. Like, For even, an impossible fantasy idea. <laughs> even physicists are not qualified to discuss this, and then we have people <laughs> less qualified than than anyone that could potentially be qualified discussing it. Yeah. I have a comment from Jessica Strathcoder. She says, the lesbian porn point is spot on. 
I think a lot of it has to do with simply being able to relate to what you see. And then it gets sexy here. She says, as a woman, seeing a woman enjoy sex and knowing how she must feel and wanting that as well is very arousing. But I don't think sexuality is as linear as people think. Sex in general is sexual. Arousing. I, uh, that's how it's said. It's, it's just gibberish <laughs> that's, now. <laughs> that's how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, she just goes on for about like two paragraphs and then somehow ends on uh, big cock. Uh, that's oh, great. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll, I'll leave that to your imagination. Well, someone left an erotic voicemail, I guess. I, I think this is uh, having to do with my, my time, uh, time traveling solution. This is Dick from 2030. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. But I'm dying from a lifetime of drinking too much semen. <laughs> you gotta stop now, man. You're killing us. Also, Maddox was right. Monkeys are ruining the world. Vote it up. Peace out, Girl Scout. Up. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. I called it. Monkeys are the biggest problem in the universe. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got, I got this one. I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I brought it in because uh, a couple people have have mentioned it. And I like to bring in stuff like this on bonus episodes. You know? All right. Hey guys, this is Clay Aiken. Uh, I think this might be a good question for the uh, for the bonus episode. Uh, I know a long time ago on the podcast, Maddox said he was going to talk about the Penn and Teller bullshit episode. Oh yeah. Uh, and hasn't yet. Uh, actually, like the third or fourth result on Google for that clip is a Facebook post from Maddox in um, 2011 saying I'll probably address this in the future. Uh, so I guess now is probably uh, as good a time as any. Uh, what's the story behind that clip? Also, Dick, you have some pretty cool hair. Everyone oh. can go fuck themselves. Oh, Thanks. all right. Bye. This guy's into your hair. This guy's been waiting three years for you to respond to uh, that. <laughs> you know you know what's sad about that is uh, that's not even close to the longest I've responded to a fan. I, I responded to a fan six years after he emailed me one time. And it was a one-word response. Too. What was it? Uh, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but it was a guy who sent me an email right before he was about to be deployed in Iraq, and it was like <laughs> it, was, it was in like two thousand four, I think. You're and a, you're a terrible person. Yeah, you are a terrible person. <laughs> he sent me an email, and he's like. He could have hey. died like every day of the year. Oh, yeah. He respond to him six years <laughs> later. Six years later. That's fantastic. He, he uh, said, I hope he had his email forwarded to his wife or something. He said, uh, He said, hey, Maddox, I'm a real big fan. Uh, I've been reading your webpage forever, blah, blah, blah. And I was just wondering if I had your permission to print up some of your articles to take with me to Iraq so I can post them around the the, uh, the barracks oh and to, to cheer me up, whatever. And, and I, you know, I don't want to do it if I don't have your permission, blah, blah, blah. Big fan, <laughs> thanks. Anyway, uh, I didn't reply to him until, like, yeah, six years later, I believe, and it was a one-word response, and I said, sure. <laughs> he may have actually died. You may, that's how long it takes for me to reply sometimes. You may actually die before you get a response from me. What if, what if he printed them all up, right? Like, he printed out your whole website into, yeah. like, a 500-page stack of stuff, and yeah. he took it with him to Iraq, and then, like, he got shot while he was carrying it, and, like, the bullets got stopped by your stack of mm-hmm. articles. Protected by righteous cool. satire, buddy. That's probably what happened. Yeah, I, I tell my, I, I tell that to myself. Uh, so, Dick, we've mentioned this on the show before that we recorded six long lost episodes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you going to talk about the Penn and Teller thing? That no. guy's voicemail? Not no. even a little tease. Not no. even a little bit. No, no, because the Penn and Teller thing. I was going to create an actual episode about this. An episode of what? Your show? Yeah, uh, the best show in the universe. I was yeah. going to create an entire episode about it because it's better. Look. 
certain things are best done in written form, certain things are best done in audio form, and certain things are best done in audio video. That's best done in audio video because it's an episode, and I'm going to use clips of, from the episode to comment about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it, I wouldn't be able to do it justice talking about it here, but I, I okay, here's a tease. I'll give you this much. Okay, that's what uh, I want. Penn and Teller. Just Penn, the tip. Just give me the tip. Here's the tip, dick. Uh, Penn and Teller don't do anything for that show. They just send producers around. So I didn't meet Penn and Teller. They yeah. send people around to interview their guests, their subjects, and then they edit all the clips out of context and make one big uh, fuck up that fits their narrative. Sure. So that's 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 the tease. A lot of people wondered if I met Penn and Teller. No, of course not. They're they're just sitting in their uh, mansions in Vegas, raking uh, counting their cash. So yeah, they probably do all those episodes in like one day. Like yeah. just sitting in front of a, of their of those big dumb letters. They do those episodes in a voiceover booth. We probably put more effort into setting up for this show than they do oh, yeah. for for oh, sure. bullshit. Anyway, guys, um, so I was going to mention that a long time ago, Dick, we have those long lost episodes that we recorded. Oh, uh, the biggest problem in the universe. Yeah, you remember those? Yeah, no one's ever heard these. Uh, very few people. In fact, like maybe what three, four people counting us. So I brought in a supercut. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. During All our right. first bonus episode, I brought in a supercut of episode number one. And during this one, I'm bringing in a supercut of episode number two okay. from our long lost episode. All right. Here it is. Oh, great. Here comes Maddox with another load of crap <laughs> to dump right in my face. My biggest problem, absolutely, in the universe. Yeah. I like productivity, whatever, but it's people working, who cares? Why is it all me? I feel like I'm not an idiot. This is indicative of a bigger problem that's going on. Oh, wow, I didn't realize your butt was so hurt. I notice immediately upon grasping it that something feels wrong. He effed me over last time with bums ejaculating. It feels like the same weight, but something about it feels cheap. It's too crinkly. It's a little too crinkly. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. shooting all over my hands. <laughs> and I know okay. for the majority of you out there, you couldn't give less of a shit about that because you're idiots. I have conceded that most people are morons. <laughs> okay, my other problem is apple turnovers with rock sugar on top. <laughs> Why do you always have food problems? <laughs> Dishwashers are stupid. <laughs> I do want to compliment you. Because I Are thought your value? apple turnovers with rock sugar was retarded mm-hmm. when you first brought it up. I thought, here comes Maddox again with another <laughs> another trick, another of his crazy fantasies. But I totally agree because eating the rock sugar ruins the dessert. It's all sure. about show. It's about showing off. And I, I feel like I'm eating my own teeth. Yeah, I was a fat <laughs> kid. True. Like all I ever did was eat and write. I was a fat kid most of my life, and then I got fatter. This is my reward for eating all my veggies. <laughs> okay. You're not wrong, but you are wrong. Dick versus dick. <laughs> you have a new show called The Biggest Solutions would be in the no, Universe. Yeah. These transitions that? are superfluous. They, they waste what? your time. They waste say? your resources. We'd have to create a new show called The Biggest Solutions would be in the no, Universe. Yeah. These transitions oh, really? are yeah. superfluous. They they waste your time. They waste your resources. Tweetering around. <laughs> tweetering. Texting people. Did you not pick up in the last episode <laughs> when I mentioned tweetering? And you do you think the website is called Tweeter? Why do you say Twitter? Why do you because keep saying that's what? What are you twittering to you, people? You're tweeting. <laughs> oh, sh- stop! <laughs> Shut the tweetery. hell up! I'm not tweeting. I flush low flow toilets twice out of spite. <laughs> 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 
I like how you doubled down in that episode, too. On what? On tweetering. Yeah, it is tweetering. No. Um, <laughs> did it? Why do we? Why do, where were we talking with that weird affect? Like, it sounded like two people in bed who had just gotten done humping. Yeah. Did it sound like that to you? It's like that sa- weird, yeah. slow drawl? It was really slow the entire episode. I listened to it, and I went back. There was so much dead air. I mean, I edit all these episodes, and now when I edit these episodes, I don't have to cut a lot of dead airs or ums and uhs from these episodes because we're, we've trained and we've practiced, and this is how we deliver. I should hope not. Yeah, but those old episodes were pretty awful in terms of uh, the editing and the quality. That's why a lot of times people, when they start doing podcasts, they record all their podcasts and they just put them right out. What you should do is throw away at least the first six. They're garbage. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, and that still was better than most podcasts I hear today. That yeah. Old, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You want to get to a problem? No, I want to get you a solution, Oh, Nick. yeah, sorry. Get to a solution. <laughs> Let's get to the first solution, and possibly the biggest solution. Oculus Rift. Oh, the video games. <laughs> yes, Dad, the video games. <laughs> All right. You got one of those? You got one of them Oculus Rift things? I don't have one, but I want one. Dick, have you ever tried one? No. Okay, no. I heard a lot of hype from people yep. for, I don't know, the better part of the last year about people who've tried the Oculus Rift. They said, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool doesn't cut it, buddy. I'm going to... Here's here's something I'm going to say without a single ounce. Wait, have you tried one? Yes, absolutely. I I spent some good time with an Oculus Rift. My friend has one, and I spent about 45 minutes with one. And I I can say this with absolute... Without an ounce of irony or or sarcasm... Or hyperbole. Or hyperbole. There is life before and life after Oculus Rift. What? Really? Yeah. And I will go uh, one step further, and I will say that the Oculus Rift will make bodies irrelevant. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And that's the most powerful statement I can make about this new technology. Okay, I have one question. How many times did you jerk off while you were using your friend's Oculus Rift? Uh, None yet. Okay. Because he was in the room. I, I, I imagine, I suppose. But uh, mentally, millions of times. This thing is such amazing technology. So... When I say it's going to make bodies irrelevant, I mean that in every sense of the word. You don't need your body anymore. The Oculus Rift can transport you to any place you want to go. Are they a sponsor? <laughs> no, not yet, but they yeah. should be. Because I'm going to fucking, oh man, I am all about Oculus Rift. I'm all in. I'm cashing in all my chips. This is it. Oculus Rift, baby. I don't, look, as soon as the technology gets perfected, I think in the next, like, Five to ten years. If they all I need is a tube into my brain yeah. to feed me nutrients, and then uh, synapses, my synapses hooked up to you know directly to my brain, so I so it simulates like touch and feel, and uh, and that, that that's it, man. That's all I ever want to do. That's all I ever want to become. And there will be two classes of people. I this was is just going to say. Yeah. I cannot. I was just going to say what you're about to say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be. I can't wait for this. Uh huh. There's yeah. going to be two classes of people. Okay, they're going to be the controllers. Those are people who manipulate and control things through the Oculus Rift interface. Okay. And there will be the dummy slave people. <laughs> okay, so, and the, okay Manson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. You're the, you're is- the fucking Morlocks <laughs> underground asshole. That's exactly Man, it. No, you fucking, you fat losers with your <laughs> VR goggles are going to be shoved into coffins that we stack six high while guys like me and Sean enjoy the real world. It's going to be perfect. You guys can just opt out of the human race. You know what? We'll Dick? be done with you. 
fuck you and fuck the real world because I want to yeah. stay in Oculus Rift forever. I never <laughs> want to leave it. I spent 45 minutes in this thing and I've been thinking about it every day since. All I want to do is be inside Oculus Rift. Have you really? It is absolutely, it, by the way, you think internet is addictive now? You think video games are addictive now? This You haven't seen anything. I never want to leave this thing ever. It's a better experience than life. You can sit down, you can go to a theater he's if you about want. No. It sounds like he's talking about heroin. Have you ever, have you ever heard of heroin addict talk about heroin <laughs> this is how they sound and i swear to god that's that's exactly how they sound oh, i believe it and i never want to quit it's not a problem <laughs> it's not a problem it's a solution that's why i brought it in listen dick you have no idea the experience you can have in this thing okay you want to go to a movie you want to go to a movie with yeah, the- i go to the movie yeah. that's a horrible example to no. start with no because that's one of the examples that they had in the oculus rift they said if you want to watch a movie yes it sounds ridiculous okay until you try it you will have a better experience watching a movie inside the oculus rift you laugh now asshole you're gonna be the slave you're gonna be one of my slaves you're describing your ultimate fantasy of virtual reality is going to a fake virtual movie by yourself it's going and sitting in a theater by your fucking self and watching a movie that's not actually a movie that's your that's your takeaway it's like when our buddy when our buddy dreamed that he was taking a nap exactly you mean with this technology I can go to a movie by myself fuck you dick I don't need you belittling my enthusiasm for this new technology you don't even understand this is a lesser mind you dullards you you dopes you Sean laughing it up having a good old time at my expense listen to this you don't even understand this is how much of a lesser mind you guys are you don't even realize that Everything you experience in life is a perception that occurs inside your mind. Yeah, I, I, I realize made, that. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, then why is it so absurd that you can have a better movie-going experience inside an Oculus Rift? Wait, what? Why is it so? Why is it better that you had a better experience inside the it, Oculus Rift? Why is it so absurd? You think it's absurd that you could have a better movie-going experience inside the Oculus oh, Rift? Oh, I don't think it's absurd. I just think it's funny that that's what you latched onto. <laughs> like that your fantasy, your movie-going experience was was profoundly different going in like a virtual reality movie than oh, like the man. minor annoyances that uh, that haunted an average real movie theater. There are no annoyances in the Oculus Rift. It is everything <laughs> everything is perfect all the time. You sit where you want to sit. Nobody sits in front of you if you don't want them to. You can be on a date with whoever you want. You can be on a date with multiple people and they can be real people in real life hooked up someplace else, but they uh-huh. don't have to look like their ugly faces in real life. You can date whoever you want they can have the bodies that you want you can do whatever you want inside the oculus rift you can take a piss while you're watching the movie and you don't have to get up and go oh sure you can do whatever you want yeah you can take a piss you get whatever you want Essentially, Sean, that's it. That's why yeah. this is better. Wait this a minute, is better than real life. Can't you just like close your eyes and imagine that though? Like it is going to a fake movie is that that much better than just pretending that you're going to a movie like a 5-year-old? Yeah, you can't imagine watching an entire film you've never seen. I mean, you can, okay. but you have to then be the creator of the film as well. It's interesting to see other people's visions come to life, right? So inside the Oculus Rift, I've already thought about this. I've thought about the workflow. I've thought about how I can stay inside the Oculus Rift and never have to leave again. Okay. Okay? So the Oculus Rift creates a virtual world around you. And you can change rooms. You can change sceneries whenever you want at any time you want. 
There is a demo of the Oculus Rift that te- that transports you, I think, to uh, Tuscany, Italy, or something. Some some uh, beautiful villa or something on the sure. Italian countryside. Yeah. The graphics are pretty rudimentary. I'd say it's uh, 32, 64-bit probably. 64-bit nin- uh, Super Nintendo or uh, Nintendo 64 graphics. So the boobs are like triangles? No, it's you know it's better than that. I'll say it's uh, squares. Probably, probably like 2010 computer graphics. That's what this looks like. Well, so in far. terms of like computer graphics, boobs. What are we talking about? Like the first Dead or Alive or Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? No, uh, in terms of in terms of look, the models you can have in there is uh, uh, can be as complex as you want. It just depends on your processor power. So oh, you can. I got I got processor power over okay. here, buddy. Have you played the game Dead Space, Dick? Of course no, not. You're a no. pussy. Um, Dead, Space, <laughs> Dead Space has pretty complex models. You know what? Uh, any modern fighting game, the characters that you can have inside the Oculus Rift are yeah. about look like they're about uh, as complex as any modern fighter game. Wow, that's pretty cool. But there is no limitation. The only limitation is your hardware, okay? Okay. So I've already thought about this. So you can transport to this Italian... Uh, countryside, right? And right. you can walk inside this house, and you can look up and down, and you can see the ceiling, you can see the floor. The only thing that's that's unsettling about the Oculus Rift experience is you still cannot see your limbs. If you could see your limbs, that's it, man. This is a game changer. That's enough for me. I want to be in this forever. But you want to see someone else's limbs, right? I, I'll, I'll, I, I, look, buddy. My <laughs> limbs are more than enough. <laughs> Everybody wants fantasy. to see my limbs. Wait, <laughs> limbs are the reason. <laughs> It would take for you to stay in there forever. If yes, you could Sean. see your own arms, you would stay. <laughs> I would stay. I would. I would. I wouldn't be here right now if I yeah, could see you'd my be limbs. in your mom's basement banging on the ceiling for more <laughs> soup, so you don't have to leave your computer goggles. <laughs> you guys are While such me and Sean, the lesser minds, are out, you know, yeah. enjoying real life. Yeah, the, you guys are going to be the slave race. There will be Why a slave sl- race. What do you mean slave race? Okay, because you slave sit race. there on a computer, you're like a mastermind. There will be mi- masterminds, and there will be worker minds. Okay, people who who maybe are slower thinkers, if they were just born, they 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 maybe they have uh, learning deficiency, something. I don't know what okay. it is. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a poverty class. I'm telling you, this is this is a dire prediction I'm making right now. But I'm oh, telling yeah. you right now, when Oculus Rift becomes mainstream, people are going to be addicted like you've never seen. People will never want to leave the Oculus Rift. It is a better experience than life. Well, okay, my first thought is it's going to be the same people who are addicted to computers no, now. No, this is a next level thing, Dick. I'm telling you, this is more addictive than anything I've ever tried, any video game I've ever played. Because, Dick, I can play any video game I want inside the Oculus Rift, and it's a better experience inside the Oculus Rift than sitting in my own living room and playing it on my TV. Because I can flip the channel whatever I want, I can make the TV bigger if I want, I can make my couch bigger if I want, anything your your mind can imagine can happen inside the Oculus Rift, and you can control things by looking at them. So if you want to lift a cup up from a shelf and bring it over to you, like you can do in real life, now see you can't. That's why. Oh, you mean with your mind? With your mind? Okay. Yeah, you can All do right. it entirely with your mind. Now here's the workflow. I've already thought about this. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is also going to make monitors irrelevant. You only need a tiny little monitor to launch the the Oculus Rift. And then inside the Oculus Rift itself, you create virtual monitors. So if you want to be coding, right? If you're going to be coding, you can have code on three different screens, have a fourth screen just for compiling, and just look up, down, whenever you want, compile. You can code wherever you want. Any place you look, you're instantly typing. That is going to increase productivity in workflow like we've never seen before. 
I, I don't think the bottleneck on coding is the amount of screens that programmers have, though. Well, like, it's not that much code. But I'm more, I'm way more interested in your. Okay, your your benefits of the Oculus Rift so far is you could see a movie by yourself. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. And you could sit at your computer programming, lifting cups around. Yeah. Okay. Well, and not just And you can see a Tuscan villa that has Super Nintendo graphics. No, it's better than that, Dick. All right. It's modern graphics. Dick, you don't even <laughs> understand. Well, the- okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. You're saying it's going to be crazy addictive, yes. right? Yes. If I spent an hour in this Oculus Rift, would I trade two beers for that? I would. I absolutely would. You would, but... You, you, yeah, Dick, you know, you, it's hard to say because you're kind of a jackass, but like... <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. The kind of... Kind of, right? I, I yeah. qualified it. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly think, Dick, that once they get us... Look, all they need to do is put some tubes in my brain and then feed nutrients into my brain. Just a mush. Just put me into the matrix. I never want to leave. I'm the first fucking advocate of this thing. I'm gonna be the biggest uh, what 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 Loser. proselytizer? No, <laughs> no asshole. The Oculus Rift is the future. I'm telling you, anything, any experience you want in life. If you want to travel, you want to go see Paris. Guess what? You can see Paris better inside the Oculus Rift than you can in real life. Yeah, but where's the experience part? Like, where's Dude, the person you're with? That's my point. Therein lies the entire rub. Here is that the experience that you have in real life is only happening inside your brain. So if you can create that same exact experience without leaving, then what difference is there between a virtual experience and the real one? I'll tell you. Because I, uh, when I was, when I was 20, 22, what was it, Sean? I was 22, you were 23, and we went, we went on a big car trip around Europe, right? Remember oh, that? Yeah. Yep. And the, the, what I remember most about that trip, we started in Nice. We went down to, what did we go to do? Trinquetera, Venice, uh, Munich. We, went all, we did a big loop, right? And the two things I remember most about that trip are Sean and I both throwing up in urinals at a local bar that, like, we met some locals and they took us to. Yeah, in in Munich. In Munich. And Sean almost getting hit by, like, a semi-truck while we were trying to make the slowest left turn ever. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, pulling into the gas station. That's that's what I remember. Because they had, like, a big emotional impact. Does that happen on the Oculus Rift? Yeah, except it's even better. Because instead of almost getting hit by the semi, how about actually getting hit by the semi? But you don't feel anything. You can, because you can have it simulate touch and feel inside your mind. If it's connected to your synapses, that's all. All they need to do is fire off certain neutrons. To connect, look, they're already doing this. Technology exists. Neutrons? neutrons or neurons? No, yeah, neurons. neurons. I meant yeah. to say neurons. They can. They've already created some technology where they're they're creating um, an electronic interface with your spine, so that you can re. So people who are paralyzed are able to feel again because yeah. they're sending electronic impulses. It's very low resolution right now, but it's getting better. Look, we are we are probably ten to twenty years away from a matrix style event where we're all going to be plugged into this thing and i'm telling you you want to be drunk inside the oculus rift you can have it programmed so that if you go to a bar pick up an alcoholic drink that registers as being alcoholic uh-huh. they can pump some alcohol into your mind <laughs> or they can they can tell your mind to act drunk just like you would in real life it's all bullshit it's all perception it's all smoke and mirrors reality oh, is smoke man. and mirrors dick no, we might be in an no, oculus no, rift no. right now you don't fucking know I 
I hate the idea. Like, I like the idea because all of you guys can just go do it. What do you mean, you guys? You fucking guys. You oh, techno fetishes. Careful what you say, buddy, because I'm going to be one of the master race. You don't even see it. Why coming. do you think you're going to be a master race? It, so far, you have no new abilities in the Oculus Rift that you have in real life. Like, you have a computer in real life. You have a movie theater in real life. You're going to do the same things in the Oculus Rift that you do in the real world, which is fuck around in Facebook and play video games. How does that make you a master race? Dick, I'll tell you why. Because you can go from India to Paris to France to Germany to Greece all within an hour. You can't do that in real life. Yeah, get one of those stupid uh, red binocular toys that kids have. It's just a higher resolution. What is that called? No, it's not. No, it's not. That's two-dimensional. This is the perception. The perception is like you're there. It is no different than being there in real life. You could even simulate wind blowing in your face and and scents and whatever you want. You can trigger randomized events, and then you can have uh, interact with other people who are visiting these places with you. And not only that, but you can visit places that don't even exist. Alien worlds that people create, and you can explore them. It's unbelievable. This this technology is going to change everything. Well, uh, you know, we should say, you know, one of our guests on an upcoming live show is working on porno for the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you experiment with that at all? Because that is the first thing I want to do when I get uh, virtual reality binoculars. And Sean's nodding like a yeah. hyena. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dick. Because did you did you look at any porno on this thing? No, it, it didn't exist for the demos. The demos are are, are very family friendly. What? Yeah, of course. Why? Because that's Jesus. That you want to get people addicted to this or not? Yeah. <laughs> look, all they need to do is hook some little gadget up to your genitals, and then it's going to be better than real life sex because you can have any virtual experience you want with anyone you want. I'm telling you, this is going to be a game changer. It's going to change morality. We're going to have to think about what it means to cheat because if you're having sex in the Oculus Rift with a virtual person. That's cheating, essentially, right? I, I guess, but who would do that? I mean, this is, it's the same as porn, isn't it? <laughs> no, like it's you're not. you're jerking off to porn. No, it absolutely isn't. Because if... And look, there's some guilt there. No, no, no. Guilt with porn, absolutely not. There? No, of course not. Because no? you're just No, because you're looking at a static image that somebody recorded yeah, at some point. Yeah, but I feel like I'm robbing... If, I'm date, if I've been dating a girl for a long time, right? And I rope one out when I know I'm going <laughs> to hang out with her later. <laughs> <laughs> rope? Did you mean to say rope? Yeah. All no, right. rope. Okay. Is, it, can you, is that it. not a term? I like it. Go for it. Sure. Do you want me to... Be more clinical? No. You really use these euphemisms? No, please. When I'm stimulating my penis. Gross. <laughs> I feel like I rob her a little bit of like some some sexual attraction in the future. You know what I'm saying? No. Like and there's there's a no, there's a noticeable loss of desire when I see her later. In that way, I, there is some guilt involved with porn, I think. You know what I'm this saying? Is, Does that make any sense? Uh, no, because I don't feel that. I don't feel that. If you're if you're using porn as a substitute for sex with the person you're dating, then yes, you know, that could be a problem. There is porn addiction, and that's you know we're going that we're going down different paths. She here. wants you to be like charged up, though, man. Like I haven't seen a woman in ten years. That's yeah. what she wants. And then when you're sitting there at three thirty in the afternoon because she's got to go to work, yeah, popping you know, a couple off. <laughs> It's Couple. like, you know, it's, you like, hey, it's nice to see you. I like to see you, but I'm not humping you at the door like a golden retriever, right? Dick, the difference here is that if somebody on the other end is, look, if there's some kind of device on your genitals that stimulates <laughs> touch in okay. every 
area that you need it to. And someone remotely is controlling that. Uh-huh. What's the difference between somebody there? It's like a long time ago. Uh, what's the difference between somebody manipulating it remotely versus somebody in the same room manipulating you? Is there any difference? No. It's just a remote con- Exactly. It's a remote yeah. control. So I actually had this argument a long time ago. Um, I thought about condoms. And okay. condoms are very thin layers of, say, latex, right? Yeah. Less than a millimeter thick. Sure. Right? So Dick's heard of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that what they are? Uh, hear, hear me out. This is kind of a, a, a long uh, path you have to get here. But if you, put, right. if you have sex with a woman with a condom, that's cheating, right? Uh, yeah. Even though your penis Correct. technically never touches her her vagina. Uh, yeah. What if that condom was thicker, say an inch thick, and say <laughs> say this oh. woman's vagina wouldn't tear up, right? But you could still put it inside. Is that still cheating? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if that that condom was thicker and thicker, so that it was like a foot thick, like a block of rubber with a hole on one end and then a dildo peg on the other, and you put it inside the woman? Is that still cheating? Yes, it's cheating. It's, che- it's cheating, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. What if it was? What if it was twenty five feet long? Is that still cheating? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm getting at. If you if you if what counts is that you are connected to an object that is inside a woman, couldn't you then put your dick in the earth and then a woman sitting on a strap on anywhere else in the world can technically be being fucked by you just by you having your penis inside the earth, the earth being the conduit as your condom. You're using the earth as your condom. I mean, if you're if you're on Skype with her at the same time, then yes, that's cheating. But if, if you're just randomly walking around sticking your dick in holes, then I would say no, that's not, that's cheating. not cheating. No, and you need to get back on your Oculus Rift if you're doing that. <laughs> Woo! All right, dodge the bullet. Got Why? It. Are you saying that is cheating or that's not cheating? Well, if you're sticking your dick in a hole in the earth and that's not cheating, then at what point is the plastic block between you and the woman so big and so long that it no longer is cheating? Like, if you can't see her, if she's a mile away and she's out of your line of sight, but you know at the other end she's still got it inside her vagina, that's still cheating, you're saying? It's the emotional connection. That's the cheating part. Oh. Well, then that takes sex out of the equation. No, it's also the sex. (laughs) Okay, Dick. When it feels like cheating, it's cheating. All right. That's when it's cheating. Okay. Yeah. You know what, Dick? In the Oculus Rift... And I mean, this is this is going to change everything. This is going to change human morality. And you know what's going to happen is you're going to be able to control the master race, right? The master uh-huh. people who are controlling <laughs> the master people who are who have uh, mechanical cock massagers on all day. Yeah, and are programming on six computers. I love yeah, how yeah. he keeps talking about the master race and also said <laughs> that he would take Hitler to Disneyland. <laughs> I would drown Hitler at Disneyland, buddy. Don't I want to know what all you master race guys are going to be doing in there. Why us, me and Sean, us porch loves, are going to be out here in the real I'm world. T- you know what you're going to be doing? Here's here's the future. We're going to be talking to all the broads. No, you know what? Don't want to use he, this he, dumb thing. Here is the future of humanity. I swear, this is what's going. This is what's coming. Development, architectural, landscape developments are going to stop. The Earth is going to be much more plain, much cleaner, and all you're going to do is mine resources to create. Material for 3D printers to print objects and other robots to create other robots to create buildings and to create spaceships. That's the future of humanity. We're going to go to Mars, but we're not going to send bodies. We're going to send brains hooked up to an Oculus Rift. Why do we even need to go to Mars if we got all these dumb alien worlds on our virtual reality goggles? Because our Earth is doomed, Dick. (laughs) Oh, all right. It is. I mean, we have a limited time. Uh, NASA estimates at most 1.6 billion years. That's because they want funding. Every time they want funding, they say, oh, we're all in danger of a comet or an asteroid. Well, it's fucking true. We are. That is is the biggest problem in the universe I'm going to bring in at some point. But I'm going to bring in an asteroid. 
are alarmists. Asteroid alarmists. Fuck yeah. you. You're oh, you know, you're an anti-vaxer. You're an anti-asteroid. You're an anti-stroider. Yeah, that's bring what you it are. On. Great. Anyway, Dick, that's my solution. Oculus Rift. It's a pretty good solution, but it got it went to a weird place. Yeah, it always does. That's my solution. I can't wait, man. These 3D printers are going to create robots everywhere. We're going to go to fucking Mars. It's going to be amazing. We're going to terraform Mars, and I'm never going to leave the Oculus Rift. I, I don't even care. As soon as I land on Mars, I'm still going to be plugged into my Oculus Rift, playing video games and watching movies with Why would people. you want to go to Mars then? Because we have to, Dick. It's not that I want to. It's that we have but to. But why is going to another planet safer than just sitting on this planet? Because, Dick, the sun is expanding. We're running out of hydrogen inside the sun. That's hydrogen like fusion. billions of years from now, yeah, though. Yeah, four billion. But guess what? Earth is still doomed. We have to create colonies in other planets. It increases our chances of survival of the human race. The more colonies we have on different planets, the less likely it is that one colony can be completely wiped out by an asteroid like the dinosaurs did. Yeah, who cares? though okay Dick. like what no I'm, I'm that's a serious question why do you want the human race to like survive whatever the destruction of earth why is that important to you because that's our purpose dick it's encoded in our genetics to be able to reproduce and to colonize the world every animal on earth reproduces even fucking bacteria and microbes reproduce don't you think that there's a reason for that of course there is it's because we're supposed to and we're supposed to get off this planet yeah, so, you're the, sa- so the same reason, th- that sounds like the same reason I brought in for families, why it wasn't a problem. Because you're genetically coded to do it. You're saying we're ge- also genetically encoded to uh, go into outer space. Yeah, absolutely. Families, though, are shitty. All right. Are you ready for my problem? No. What's your solution? Are you ready for my solution? <laughs> yeah. Soap. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. You don't need soap in the Oculus Rift, buddy. Uh, you guys are going to need a lot of soap because you are going to be some smelly motherfuckers with your bodies sitting in chairs all day and your brains off in uh, Neptune yeah. or Tuscany or whatever yeah. other things you think you are. Not What, what not, about bed sores? Yeah, you guys are going to have bed sores, too. How about that? Sean, you and Dick have such small minds. You can't even see into the future where we get rid of our bodies. We don't need bodies anymore. Just a brain in a jar, buddy. I don't want that either. That's... I like having a body. Yeah, you can have a super body in the Oculus Rift. You can be Goro. That's what I'm going to be. Goro. Four arms. I'm going to be punching suckers left and right. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to break all the laws. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to rob a bank. I'm going to be a criminal. It's going to be fucking amazing. I'm, I'm going to be flexing bo- like all four of my arms like Goro. And then I'm going to have a fucking Mortal Kombat championship where everyone dies. It's going to be fucking great. But won't it wear off? Because it's not real? Like, won't the thrill wear off immediately? Dick, it, there is no difference between perception and reality. That's what I'm telling you. Oculus Rift is the bridge between reality and virtual reality. But I'm saying, with your, with your greater mind, you know, you and your yeah. greater mind, aren't you sitting there going, um... I don't really have four arms, and I'm not really robbing a bank, no, Dick, so why do I care about this? The ex- uh, that's why I keep saying the Oculus Rift is such a powerful experience. There is no difference between perception and reality. You don't feel like you're in a video game. You feel like you're in reality. That's what I keep saying. This is a different thing. We're on the next level here. Yeah, but it's like it's like watching someone perform a magic trick. Like, yeah, I guess you made the, uh, I guess you made the lady disappear, but I know she didn't disappear. Like I'm not like, oh my god, where did that lady go? What are these where do these tigers come from? I'm not like really feeling that, and that's just as as lifelike as the Oculus Rift. Dick, this is not an illusion. This is taking over your ocular senses, your your <laughs> hearing senses, your touch and taste senses. Everything is going to be replaced with an an equal experience inside a virtual world so that you cannot tell the difference between life and 
and virtual life. There will be no difference. Well, and we won't. I won't soap. be there. That's the difference. That's soap. right. You'll be soap. mining mining uh, materials for my 3D printers. Yeah, I'll be using soap. <laughs> soap. <laughs> so passe. Go on. Tell me about your soap. You want to know about soap? Human. Uh, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I went on the CDC site to try to find some like uh, you know stats for yeah. you about soap. I got a stats for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's you know it's. Very important. I, it's like, it's, it stops diseases from spreading, right? Like, before they used this in hospitals, everyone died all the time. I'll give you, you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went to the CDC, right, to say, like, surely they're going to tell me exactly how many people die every year from, like, you know, filth and not using soap or whatever. Right. Here's what I found at the CDC. Uh, when should you wash your hands? All the time. Before eating food. Oh, no, there, there's a list. Oh, okay. This is what they have. This is a real for list. For soap, yeah. Okay. Before eating food. After using the toilet. Okay. <laughs> is that it? Oh, no, no. It's a, it's a huge list. Yeah. It's, yeah. These people built, made this list yeah. and put it on the internet. Yeah. And they got paid, and they said they congratulated each other. Before eating food and after using the toilet. After touching garbage. <laughs> okay. Fair. Those are fair points. Yeah, uh, Dick. That sounds these like are, it was, is this your? Are these people going to be in the Oculus Rift with you? People who need to be told when to wash their hands? No, no. They'll be mining materials for my 3D printers. <laughs> you got a big problem right there, then, buddy. Because these people are not going to be able to mine materials correctly. Dick, that's the point. They're expendable. If they don't do a good job, put a but like one of those cow bolts right in the back of their necks. <laughs> Who's going to do that? The robots. The robots. The robots that I'm programming with my six screens and four arms. Oh man. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking terrible universe. I can I can predict the hellish future this is, that I'm creating, but it's coming, buddy. Yeah, because we'll just lock you in the closet. All your robots will break because they're all garbage, and then, everything always just breaks. I make fixer robots, and guess what? I'll have a few. <laughs> you have tiers of societies, right? You have the slave race, which is gonna be you and Sean mining oh materials for my 3D oh, printers. You better. You're gonna need a bigger fucking robot if you think me and Sean are gonna be your slaves. <laughs> Okay, and then you have the second tier, which is like the supervisor race. They're a little bit smarter. <laughs> Who's who? Yeah. Who's the supervisor race? Okay, you? maybe you and Sean. You guys are you guys aren't you guys are pretty smart, right? Middle you guys management race. Yeah, middle management race. That's us, Sean. For blaspheming the Oculus Rift, you don't get to use it, but you We're can the HR robots. Yeah. HR, no, <laughs> Sean, you don't need HR. Everything's virtual. Oh man, I can't wait, guys. And all I'm Who's gonna eat is us? mush. I, I'm Who's above, above you. me and Sean. Oh, wow. There's, the only, Oculus there's only three levels in this? Man, Sean, we can get up to the top level like nothing in this corporation. No, no, no. Uh, because there's going to be a power structure. Don't worry. Uh, I've got it all figured out. There's going to be a big brain core, and the brain core is where all of humanity lives. It's just a bunch of just rows and rows of brains with no bodies, with just nutrients being fed into us, and we're controlling all the robots. And then the supervisors, the supervisors go fix the robots that fall apart. I, no, I don't want to do any of this. See, you're, that's because you're too smart. I need someone who's smart but not too smart. That, that way, basically a, an office worker. Max, this, a modern office worker is just smart is enough. fucked. Like, yeah. you're describing a, a nightmare. Hey, you know what, man? There's sweatshops. What's the difference between sweatshops and this reality? At least in this reality, people are just mining materials in good, clean jobs. It's good, good, good paying work. They don't have to create shoes for us. Anyway, so. This is getting crazy. You might be surprised <laughs> to learn. So, 
I gave up on the <laughs> CDC, right? Because I know I know to wash my hands when they're covered in shit. Dick, this right? sounds like it was written for three-year-olds, though. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, that's their that's their site. Is it? Does it have like crayons and stuff on it? No. It was just a re- the regular site. It's this is adult. when you should wash your hands. Okay. I don't know who it's for, but that's what it was. <laughs> well, probably for people Googling on how when to use soap, to be I, fair. I, I Googled <laughs> soap statistics. Okay. And said, this is what this is what you gotta do to wash your hands. All right. Yeah, what else do they after touching an animal or yeah. animal waste? <laughs> or animal waste. Or animal waste. So if you sure. thought it was that's okay because it just came out of the animal, you're incorrect. You still got to go wash your hands. Okay. Well, they had so to I specify. F- I found a legit site that wasn't run by the government. It's <laughs> okay. called globalsoap.org. And this is <laughs> funny, but what it's, are they in- selling, it's, Dick? it's interesting. They're not they're not selling interesting. This is it's it's an interesting thing that they do. So hotels, right? Yeah. They throw away billions of soaps a year. Like yeah. you go you go to a hotel you maybe use it once, right? That bar of soap? Right. Then you chuck it. Sure. They're not going to give it to somebody else. It's got pubes all over it's it. It's gross, yeah. Right? Right. It's got right, pubes and, uh, and chlamydia. Why are, you, why are you saying right, Sean? You oh. can't. Because he's laughing. Have you, have you used uh, Dick's uh, shower before, Sean? I, I'm, yeah, I'm we guessing. used to share a shower. Gross. Oh, yeah, you guys were roommates a long yeah. time ago, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so they throw all the soap away. So you might be surprised to learn, I'm reading this off their site, that the leading causes of death for children in developing countries are hygiene-related illnesses that take 1.7 lives every year. Well, you may be surprised to learn. I, 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 I was surprised to learn really? that. Yeah. Wait, every year? Uh, 1.7? Yeah. Almost 2 million kids a year. Die because they don't have soap. Oh, I thought you said 1.7 kids. No, Did one, you say the million? 1. No, 1.7 million. million. Oh, 2 million okay. kids. Two That's million a lot kids. of kids. That's, uh, a, lot of kids. That's uh, a lot of kids. Is that globally? Yeah. I don't know, man. What are these, uh, I, uh, what are these kids' personalities like? Um, they are all big fans of your website, it <laughs> says. That's a big problem. <laughs> yeah. We need to save them. <laughs> and they don't have any T-shirts, so they really need T-shirts. Oh. And they love you. Hey, Spreadshirt.com, MaddoxStore.Spreadshirt.com. <laughs> It's one third of all child deaths. No, one third. Get out of That's here. what this globalsoap.org says. And they've got better stats than the CDC, apparently, I, about I bet, soap. I bet their stats are coming from the CDC. I don't know. Uh, Hand washing with soap is the single most effective way to present those deaths. So, prevent those deaths. So, what they do is they take all the old hotel soap and they like squish it Mash and recycle it into new soap huh. for kids. Yeah, I don't yeah. have a problem with that. That's a good idea. No, I should hope you don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I'm saying it's so- a solution. Well, okay, I agree. That is a solution to that problem if you think that kids dying is a problem. Uh, but of course. with soap with soap being mashed together, some people are really weird about soap. They won't use soap other people have used. Here's the thing. It's soap. So when your hands are dirty, you use soap to wash it. So soap should always be clean, right? But I don't think that's always the case because you know those bars of soap? Sometimes bacteria can grow on bars of soap. But I don't think it's you can't as just bad. Just give it a lather up. Yeah, you just lather fine. it up. Yeah. I don't see what the problem is. Everyone's so finicky about. What soap. do you mean? Everyone does. People don't use other people's soap. Is no, that a real thing? People are really weird about soap. Even if there's no hair on it or anything. Uh, yeah, you know that uh, Dave Chappelle episode. He kind of jokes about it with uh, his writer. What's his name? Uh, Neil Brennan. His his writer on the show. I think uh, during one episode, he turns to him and goes, "Hey, did you know white people don't use loofahs?" It was uh, in during a sketch, and it's because. People are really weird about their soap. They want you to use a loofah so that the soap never touches your body. But it's soap. The, loaf, so it should, the loofah would be grosser, I think. Yeah, I would think. Because it's plastic that's been on them. Yeah, and right? it's just a Instead big Instead of just sponge. your hands. Yeah, but everybody has their own loofah. 
So they're oh. saying you shouldn't ever use the soap on your body and then multiple people use it. But I don't see a problem with that. No, of course not. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, anyway. I also heard that soap doesn't, cl- doesn't kill bacteria. I haven't checked this, but I heard that soap, if it's not antibacterial, it doesn't kill bacteria. It simply rinses it away. Is that, is that true? Did you find out anything about that? No, because I'm dealing with crayon websites over here. Like the CDC <laughs> telling me to wash my hands after I've played with dog shit. Oh, hands. <laughs> right? Wash your hands after you touch animal waste. It's the new Play-Doh, to be fair. Oh, God. So, um, let me see here. Hands are so irrelevant in my future. <laughs> An estimated 2.6 million bars of soap are discarded every day from hotels in the U.S. A third of the world's soap is used in the U.S. How about that? So what are these guys looking for? Donations? Soap. They're just grabbing grabbing uh, garbage soap, man. And is this a legitimate... I mean, you know what, Dick? If this is a legitimate organization, they're actually sending soap to places in the world that need it, we could link to it on our website. We could give them a plug. Why not? Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they give a shit about that, but that's, uh... Of course they do. They're a charity. They're looking for soap. I'll send them some fucking soap. Well, that's, that's what they're doing. That's what's going on with the soap. Uh, I also brought in a guy called Ignaz Philip Semmelweis. Have you ever heard of this guy? Of course. Have you really? No. Because somebody told me this story, and I found this, this story fascinating, and I don't remember who it was, which is weird. It might have been my dad or it might have been my life coach. <laughs> so this is what happened with this guy, right? Yeah. I'll summarize it because I don't want to read this whole thing. Somewhere in the... In 1846, all right, in Vienna, yeah, there's two there's two delivery hospitals for having a baby. Right, one staffed by midwives, and the other one staffed by like uh, student surgeons, mm-hmm. basically. So surgeons, right. surgeons, right. the other one midwife. The number of deaths from pu- puperal fever, which mm-hmm. is some kind of like birthing uh, fever, right? Right. The number of deaths of mothers. In the in the surgeon hospital was like twelve percent. Okay, a ton of people dying from that. A ton of mothers dying from that. The percentage from the in the midwife hospital, two percent. Huh? What was the difference? The midwives used soap. No, the surgeons were doing gross stuff in bodies and then going to deliver babies. They were like performing oh. autopsies and like playing with a bunch of shit and in, internal organs and then going well. Let's see. Let's get that baby out of there. Wah, fever. This is what. When did this happen? What era? Eighteen forty-six. Oh, eighteen. So this guy. This guy says, "Hey, uh, wash your hands, shitheads." Yeah. Right. This poor bastard. He gets laughed out of medicine. Like literally, <laughs> writes papers on it. People turn his life into a mockery. He ends up in an insane asylum where he's beaten to death. <laughs> He dedicates the rest of his life try, to try to get surgeons to wash their fucking hands, and he ends up in an insane asylum getting beat to death at, uh, at like, 46 or something. Like, like something, something absurd. You know, people always like to jump down religion's neck for, for killing, like, scientists like Galileo. Was this, was this a religious initiative that killed this guy? No. No, it was just a no. bunch of people who were like, we don't like change. We don't like washing our hands. You know, you know Dick, it sounds like, I wish I had a harp sound effect right now, but it sounds a lot like, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes ago when I was t- telling you guys about the <laughs> Oculus Rift. You guys were laughing at me. <laughs> laughing. Oh, I'll be laughing, buddy. You won't hear it because it'll be virtual. But do you you realize that your version of paradise is indistinguishable from insanity? What are you talking like about? Like, if you were to just go insane and yeah. start seeing this virtual world you're talking about, 
there would be you would not be able to tell the difference. Dick, you could just do that. Who's to say we're not already? I know this is like philosophy one oh one stuff. You oh, know? it's not even that high. Don't don't compliment <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I know, you know, that people have philosophized about this, but we are there, man. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to keep bringing it back to the Oculus Rift, but it is going to change everything. Uh, hey, yeah, that's that's fascinating. It, wasn't that that guy's name? Ig- Ignatz. Ignatz. Ignatz Semzus. Ignaz uh, Semmelweis. That's probably why they were making fun of him. He's a stupid, stupid, stupid name. Stupid name. Uh, he yeah. could be a commenter on our website. Yeah. Uh, you know what else soap fixes? B.O. That's fucking true. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right, Dick. Now I'm or on else board. Everyone, everyone in the world all the time would stink without soap. Yeah. You ever been stuck in a car with somebody that made your eyes water where you couldn't breathe? You ever been to France? <laughs> you know, Sean, I've been to France and not I that's that's a story. I didn't I didn't experience a lot of smelly people. In in August in the subway? <laughs> no, uh don't most people leave in France in August because there's a big national holiday. A lot of people just like fucking take the month off well, in France. Well, no, a lot yeah. of them do like yeah, a lot of them go for you like know? a month or 6 weeks. Well, this <laughs> does say a third of the world's soap is used in the US. So if there's anything that ever says uh, we don't stink as much over here, it's that's that. <laughs> you know, Dick, there should be a caveat for that because it should be real soap and not this fucking natural soap that hippies use because that mean? shit never fucking works. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like beeswax and uh, fucking uh, pollen and filler and flowers and all this other bullshit, and it never works. They just smell. They just smell like muskier than before. You know, I don't. I don't know if that's true because I. I made soap uh, for a little okay. bit after like Fight Club came out, and I was one of those losers. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do that now because it, it looked fun. Did you kiss your hand and give yourself a lie scar? No, I didn't do that. All right. Um, part of it, part of making it, there's like an ingredient that you add in just to make it foam up. You know? Yeah. That, like, I, cl- that's like seeing it work. That like psychological effect of seeing the soap actually work. It's surprisingly easy to make soap. It's just a fat, any kind of fat, essentially, and then uh, what lye, and then that'll make soap. Or they they use um, instead of lye too, you can use bile co- uh, combined with olive oil. That's your fat, and then some kind of acid. I think will make soap as well. Uh, because I, I learned that because when I brought in the juice cleanse as a problem, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple episodes back. I learned that people who were doing this juice cleanse were creating soap inside their bodies and they were excreting it, thinking that those were toxins. Those aren't toxins. They're, you're just creating soap. soap. That's true. They're really shitting out soap. I yeah, you can make that, soap. Though. You can make soap with your own bile if you yeah. ingest large enough amounts of olive oil and lemon, I believe, you know, for one of these stupid cleanses. Well, um, you either you want a bunch of stinky people. It sounds like your biggest solution is a bunch of stinky people, like a future of people who stink. And are sitting in fake movie theaters by themselves. Won't have uh, bodies to smell, Dick. It'll just be brains. Like, what? Do, do they just cram corks up your nose then when you're sitting on the Oculus Rift? How they shut the rest of you down? You won't need a nose, Dick. All you need is a brain. That's all you need. It's your CPU. It's an interface. That's it. You don't need a nose. You don't need eyes. You don't need a body. I'm telling you, <laughs> bodies are irrelevant. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, do good. you want to do more? I mean, we're out of we're out of time. But do you want to do? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's bust these out real quick because right, um, this one. Ahead. Now that I've created this this new futurescape where the Oculus Rift rules us all, right? Uh, I don't know how much more relevant this is going to be, but addresses—that's my biggest solution in the universe. Addresses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Dick, where would you be without an address? You'd be in Mexico. You'd be nowhere, that's where. Yeah, where you just have to, like, describe the house. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I once had a, a fan try to order a shirt from Kuwait, 
And he was uh, he was over there in some uh, I think he was in some reconnaissance type of position. I don't I don't remember what it, what exactly it was, but he was stationed in, in Kuwait. And he said, "Look, my address is really weird. It's about a sentence long, and it's all just one sentence. And it's literally he he read it. He sent it to me, and he said, "Do you think we can mail a shirt to this address?" And I said, "I don't know, man. We'll try. If you're okay with the risk of it getting lost." Then let's go for it. And it was something like <laughs> first the first word was Kuwait, comma, and then the precinct. And then it said building number nine, yeah. fourth door down, hallway two, and and said the red door. And that was the address. Yeah. And so I put this on the package thinking, okay, goodbye. I'll never see this shirt again. And then a month later he emailed me and said, Hey Maddox, got the shirt. Unbelievable. I've um I always send whenever I send postcards back to the US, like when I'm traveling. I don't know anybody's address because, you know, why would I have that information? So I pretty much do that. Like, I'll write their name yeah. and then the town that they're in. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, things that they're by. Like, oh, by a Gelson's. Like, near <laughs> in, in Hollywood. Like, I hope it gets there. And they always end up there. Yeah. Always, like, everyone's always shocked that they get these weird postcards from uh, the 1700s. To the credit of the Postal Service— they're really good at tracking people down and delivering the mail where it's supposed to go. They don't appreciate it, and they won't always do it. However, um, it's an unspoken rule that if you write down mail and there's enough information on that envelope for it to get to its destination, they're supposed to deliver it no matter what, even if it's not the standard format of, a, of an address. Oh. We kind of take for granted the standard format of an address, but it was it's a, a relatively recent uh, invention. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the standard address. In uh, I have this from Wikipedia. It says in most English speaking countries, the standard is an alternating number scheme progressing in one direction along the street, with odd numbers on one side, usually the left, and even numbers on the other side, usually the right. How wait, even numbers on the right of the street? Yeah. How the fuck is there a right of a street? So if you're heading, it's it's usually the north or east right hand side leading away from the main road. So if you're coming off the main road and you're heading north. The uh-huh. right-hand side will be even-numbered. Oh, okay. So the way, whatever way you're driving. What? No, Wait, if you're heading north. Sense. So if north. you're facing north, the okay. right-hand side, so the east side, is going, right. to be, is going to be even-numbered. And that's pretty much universal in most English-speaking countries. Yeah. And then addresses in, I believe, Hong Kong are pretty, are pretty standard. France is pretty standard. UK is, is easy to send stuff to. Yeah. Uh, it starts to become a pain in the ass to Greece and... Where else? I've had packages returned from Greece and uh, Lithuania a few times. Uh, but yeah, addresses we kind of take for granted. But ad- the address system is really clever, and you can tell a lot about somebody just from a zip code. Okay. Yeah. What? Would you like to, would you like to uh, explain that? Well, I'll give like you— Like whether they're poor or not, or what? Yes, whether actually. they're assholes? So one time I got an email from this guy who was being a real big prick, and— he started bragging about how rich he was. He goes, oh, I could buy your website. I have three yachts. And I thought, oh, this guy sounds like he's full of shit. So I looked up his IP address, and his IP address resolved to his zip code. I found his zip code, and I found the town that he lived in. Uh-huh. And it was a very small zip code, and it was part of a city inside a state that had a, a very affluent neighborhood. And he uh-huh. lived in that neighborhood. So I plugged that into city data, and I looked up the average a person who lived there and their average income was over $120,000, mostly upper class, white, surgeons, lawyers, uh-huh. and dentists. And I thought, wow, this guy might actually yacht money, but I mean, three yacht money, but. Well, that's the average is 120000 
in this neighborhood. All right. So I thought, you know, this guy's probably telling the truth. He's a real piece of shit, but he's probably telling the truth. But I found out a lot of information just based on that guy's IP address. And you know what? I could probably find out the, the exact street and house number if I looked deep enough, if I really got a few, just like one more bit of information. Is this the kind of stuff that the master race does on the Oculus Rift? You know, don't worry about what we're doing in our Oculus Rift, buddy. You just keep mining. <laughs> Looking up assholes' houses? Yeah. Anyway, um, here's, here's something useful that without addresses we couldn't do. Get food delivered. Huh? Yeah. Pizzas? That's what I'm doing right after the show. I'm ordering a fucking pizza. I'm hungry. Yeah. And then, uh, what about pedophiles? Remember I brought that in as a big problem? Well, we have sexual offender registries where you can look up their addresses. Mm. Isn't that a useful thing to know, Dick? Don't you want to know so. if you're sitting next to a pedophile? I just assume I always am. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever looked up someone on a sexual offender? Dude, I, I did, and it kind, of, it kind of creeped me out. Like, they have a site where you can go, plus I live in the middle of Hollywood, so it's like the most crime-ridden part of like, it's awful yeah yeah like within 10 miles all the crime happens right where i live and it's seeing the mug shots of these dudes was unsettling for me yeah like not because of the danger because like i'm you know i'm not a, a kid um but just like the the look in their eyes knowing that these guys are like living so close to me i did it i did it a couple times and it was a mistake every time and i, I Vowed not to do it again. Yeah, it creeps me out, especially when I see the ones... Look, a lot of people are on the sexual offender registry. I think they shouldn't be. I think a lot of people who have committed so-called sex crimes shouldn't be on there because they consider exposure as a sex crime. Oh, like peeing in the street and stuff? Yeah, Yeah. if you pee in the street sometimes or if you expose yourself to somebody. Like, if you flash somebody... (laughs) All right, uh... Okay. Oh, it's a totally different uh, offense if a guy does it versus a girl. If a girl well, flashes yeah. her tits, uh, everyone's celebrating and throwing beads around her neck. If a guy th- takes his dong out, everyone, like five people are calling the police and you're getting beat. I don't, do you disagree with that? Yeah. Do you think you should just have like dong license around the city, like carte blanche to wiggle I, your schlong yes, around? Yes, I absolutely think, <laughs> I think the more nudity we have in society, the better. Because it makes it more mundane and people will stop freaking out every time they see a penis or a vagina. I don't think that's going to happen. It's a, it's threatening. It's a threatening What's thing. What's threatening about a penis? <laughs> well, I mean, if it's erect and you're you're going to about to get bludgeoned with it, but so what? Like uh, yeah, some guys got a boner. So what? Boners are awesome. All right. You want to see more dicks on the street, I guess. No, I don't. I don't want to see more dicks, but I don't think it should be a crime. It, look, if you're threatening someone, if you just take your dick out, I'm just hanging out here with my dick out. What's the problem? Well, that your dick is out. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Why is your, what's your dick doing out? Just Put it away. Um, it's just breathing a little bit. Don't worry about my dick. No, I'm just hanging I got, out I got a dick. Here. It doesn't need to breathe. That's not what the hole's for. Oh, says man spreading Dick Masterson a couple episodes ago saying no, man spreading was I want to keep my pants on while I'm sitting comfortably. I don't need my balls wobbling around all over the place. Yeah, why don't you go to Saudi Arabia, buddy? <laughs> Sounds like sounds like some backwards thinking. I, if I want to take my dick out, I shouldn't be on a sexual offender uh, database. If I'm threatening someone with it or making lewd remarks or, or gesturing towards them, sure. But a dick is just like any other body part. You no, can- it isn't. It's a dick. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a it's a private part. That's what makes it different from the rest of the body. What are you I talking about? understand that, Dick, but I'm trying to remove the word private from the part. So yeah, it's just you, a part. You fuck with it. That's why it's lewd to have. That's why it's obscene to just have out. Some people fuck with their fists. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, you got me there. Yep. Solid logic. 
Yep. In the age of logic, what about what about finger blasting? Should should we wear gloves in public? No, but you can't be f- out there finger blasting in public, can you? Is that okay? Do you want to no. see that on the street? I'm not saying you. Yeah, we should go around finger blasting everyone. What's the difference? The difference is, Dick, that if I just have my dick out and I'm not doing anything, mind your own business. It's my dick. It's my dick. It's my what property. What if it's erect? Well, okay. Well, it depends on wh- if, it's, if you're erect and you're pointing towards somebody or if you're just erect. If you're sitting there on a bus <laughs> and it happens, like, what can you do? Yeah, I got a boner. Sorry. Don't look at it. Don't sit on it. Don't look at it. Don't put your mouth on it. Like, if it, if it offends you, don't touch it. But if I get it erect and I'm like, you know, chasing someone down or I'm like gesturing yeah, towards it, that's Like creep- in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? <laughs> what are you talking about? The guy, the pirates would chase the fat women around Yeah, in but circles. they didn't have erections, did they? I mean, they were wearing clothes, but I assume they were, you know, re- they, I assume they were DTF. Yeah, I mean, pirates are always DTF. Yeah. You know, Dick, if you're not doing anything offensive or vulgar or obscene, if you're not threatening anyone with it, if you're not making any gestures towards anyone with it, sure. Why not? Take your dick out. All right. Anyway, um, addresses. That's my biggest solution in the universe. Okay. You couldn't get packages delivered. People take addresses for granted, and I think people should. it's high time people upvoted addresses just below Oculus Rift for the biggest solution in the universe. I agree that it should be right below Oculus Rift. It's <laughs> a loaded here's, yeah. Here's my here's my solution. Um, anonymous comments. Uh, we don't have enough. We don't have enough time for this anonymous comments. With here's here's my point with anonymous comments. All right, everyone hates on them. Everyone hates them. Right? They're no. vile. They're horrible. I think there's a, there's a place for them. But yeah, go on. Yeah, but I think there's I think there's creativity in them. I like them because I know where I stand. As I've mentioned in the free episode, um, I think they're. I think people are free to, to speak their minds more when they're completely obvious. And I found this, I found this interesting study that these guys did where they measured, um, they measured a group of students who were learning uh, anonymously, like over the internet, you know, yeah. and face-to-face versus face-to-face in a lab. And they found that creativity and risk-taking um, increased when they were anonymous, when they're not, you know, when they, when they don't have to sit there and embarrass themselves. By saying something stupid. When it's just like, oh, I'm just an anonymous guy. Yeah, I'll ask. I'll say whatever I want. I'll ask whatever I want. Oh, that's interesting, Dick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, this could potentially increase uh, the amount of participation that women have in classrooms. Because there's a there's this argument that women are more timid in classrooms because they don't want to speak up or so on. If they were anonymous, if everyone was anonymous and able to comment how they wanted to, they may participate more. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, what if, what if when people were writing letters like people are people have to be just as big assholes on letter writing as they are with anonymous commenting like there has to be a scale person to person least amount of asshole right because you could get punched yeah right yeah and you are you are aware that you are you right right very bottom of that totally anonymous uh tweet from um Mike Penisberg, like, at Mike Penisberg, saying whatever you want right. on the internet, right? right. There's got to be, like, letters in there, like, in the 1800s, where they're, like, trolls, like, letter trolls, or they would go around town, like, hammering anonymous uh, anonymous posts on the wall. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, that that's my that's my point on anonymous comments. Well, There's creativity in it, and I think it's interesting. Okay, well, you're not addressing the big problem here with anonymity, which is uh, the assholes. How do you, uh, how do you... You know what I think about that? I, I think to... Survive as a modern person, you have to be able to take those assholes. Like, I, I think it's a way to make you smarter. 
You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Because your gut reaction when you're a kid or if you're immature is to immediately be offended by everything. Right. What are you doing? Oh, you're fucking doing something. Yeah. Is it a big, big middle finger? I drew a big middle finger for Dick. Is that an anonymous thing that you're doing? <laughs> oh, I'm anonymous it. comment thing. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. No, I think it's a way to. I think it's a way to make you smarter. Like you can see what how people think, what they are. Yeah, it trains you to to rise above it. Here's here's where I, what I like about anonymity is yep. that Facebook has caused everybody to do one of two things. First of all, to look for validation constantly. They don't mm-hmm. want to post anything that doesn't get a lot of likes. They don't want to post anything that's not popular. And the second thing is that it has caused self-censorship. Remember my website. I said I would never have ads on my website because I don't want self-censorship. Right. A couple episodes ago, we had Casper as a client, right? Yeah. And they advertised on our episode. And then literally the episode right after the Casper one, I shat, I shat all over People who love to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said people who love to sleep too much is a big problem. Yeah. There was that Which has moment. has nothing to do with beds. When, of, of course not. Yeah. And the Casper mattress, by the way, is super comfortable. I cannot stress that enough. I've had such good, good sleep in that thing. But um, there was that moment of hesitation where I thought, well, I'm, I'm, and this is kind of hits close to home with the client. And that's why I don't have advertisements on my website is so I have a platform to say what I want. Facebook has caused us to censor ourselves because we know that our friends and our family and our colleague are reading what we're saying without anonymity i think that we wouldn't have true free expression yeah that's i i totally agree with that wow you i take just, bigger uh, risks i just made a big case for your your solution there buddy. you go so i'm done your honor the prosecution rests all right Dick. all right what were your solutions my solutions were the Oculus Rift. Oculus Rift dystopia. The stinky <laughs> Oculus Rift future. Uh, no bodies, buddy. I'm just a mind in a jar. I don't give a shit. Yeah, Say but that's not want. what the Oculus Rift is. It's not a mind in a jar. It's just goofy goggles that have a computer on them. You have no idea, my friend. If You know, if I was in the Oculus Rift right now, poof, you'd be gone. It'd be a whole new podcast, new audience. I don't have to listen to any criticism. See ya. I'm Goro. Oh, man, I'm going to kill everybody. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. And addresses. And addresses. What are your solutions? My solutions are soap and um, anonymous comments. Uh, Good solutions this week. Guys, don't forget to vote on these. The biggest problem in the universe.com. We have a lot more coming. Thanks for supporting the show. Tell your friends. That's how word gets out about this. Thanks for listening.